Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. John had grown up working with his dad, Zebedee, and his brother, James, catching fish in the Sea of Galilee. Fishing was not a hobby with Zebedee. It was how he made his living, and he was training his sons to follow in his footsteps. It was only natural that John would anticipate living a fisherman's life as his dad had taught him, and that his dreams would be centered around the beautiful region of Galilee. But their family plans all changed very suddenly and unexpectedly. As Zebedee and his sons were in their boat one day, near the shore, repairing their fishing nets, they noticed a man in the distance walking in their direction along the water's edge. They watched as the man approached another boat not far from them, the boat that belonged to their friends, Peter and Andrew. And after interacting with them for a while, the man made his way towards their boat. Zebedee asked his boys, Do you know that man with Peter and Andrew? John looked up from his nets. It looks like the preacher that we heard the other day, the man everyone's been talking about. In just a few minutes, Peter, Andrew, and Jesus were standing on the shore right in front of their boat. Zebedee, James, and John looked at Jesus, and then they heard him say, Follow me, as he motioned with his hand. John had never in his life felt an impulse to act like he felt at that moment. He glanced at his dad, stood to his feet, got out of the boat, and waited to land, with his brother James right behind him. The next few years of John's life were like nothing he could have ever imagined, traveling throughout the land of Israel, watching Jesus do wonders for people in need, giving eyesight to the blind, causing crippled people to walk, healing lepers, casting out demons, and even more powerful than the miracles were the sermons that Jesus preached, teaching people about genuine faith, righteousness, and truth, in contrast to the mere religion and formality that they were accustomed to. Every day that John spent with Jesus caused his devotion to the Lord to increase. He and his brother James were such zealous disciples that Jesus nicknamed them the Sons of Thunder. And never was that zeal more evident than the day when Jesus and his disciples were rejected from entering into a village of Samaria. John and James went to Jesus and said, Do you want us to call down fire on them like Elijah did? Jesus rebuked John and James for failing to understand the nature of his mission. Of Jesus' twelve disciples, there was a group of three whom Jesus chose to be especially close to him. John and his brother James were two of those three disciples. There were times when Jesus was called upon to make private, personal visits. And he didn't take all twelve disciples with him, only Peter, James, and John. When Jesus climbed the Mount of Transfiguration to meet in his glorified body with Moses and Elijah, he took only Peter, James, and John. As Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night he was arrested, he took three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, further into the garden with him than the other disciples went. But not only was John one of the three in Jesus' inner circle, he also seemed to enjoy a closeness to Jesus that was unique among all of the twelve. At the Last Supper, John was seated right next to Jesus. 
John was present at Jesus' trial before the religious leaders. John was the only male disciple who was at Christ's crucifixion. And it was at the cross that Jesus assigned John the very special task of taking care of his own mother, Mary. John was the first of the eleven to arrive at the empty tomb, with Peter right behind him. And later, when John wrote the story of Jesus' life, he chose, under the inspiration of the Spirit, to refer to himself repeatedly as the disciple that Jesus loved. After Jesus' ascension, the disciples faced the great responsibility of taking the message of Jesus' death and resurrection to the world. Peter was the man handpicked by Jesus to lead them. And John set the example to the rest of Jesus' followers of getting behind Peter and giving him his full support. It was surely a great heartache when John received the news that Herod had executed his brother James, making James the first of the apostles to be martyred. In contrast, John would be the only apostle to not be martyred. The authorities tried to execute him, but John wouldn't die. So they exiled him to an island called Patmos. And that was exactly where God wanted John to be, because it was there on the Isle of Patmos, as John was worshiping the Lord alone one Sunday, that he heard a voice behind him saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. John turned to see Jesus. And when he saw him, he fell on his face before him. And Jesus commissioned John to write the book of Revelation. John would write a total of five Bible books, and he was used of God to write the most famous Bible verse in history, John 3.16. Though John began in Christ's service as a son of thunder, he became known as the apostle of love. This amazing, impactful life all happened because John walked away from his own plans and followed Jesus. Christian. Following Jesus will always take you to wonderful destinations. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.